This is The Party with Serene and Pearl. Get it right, P-O-D-D-Y. Good guys and girls, it's the Trim Healthy Podcast. The podcast we know that is particularly crispy in the podcasts of podcasts that are to be heard today. And we're so glad you've joined us. It's a beautiful day. We've got beautiful words to share with you yes, from beautiful people, Serene and Pearl. And oh, good old Daddy ain't that not You're that. a beautiful man. Dad, and you're kind of pretty. Your soul's pretty and gorgeous. I've always been... He's wearing a floral shirt. Yeah. That's pretty. And guess what? You know, I had to, throughout this week I was thinking, Danny, who we have here... Thought. You uh, thought about he, me throughout the week. Yeah, I thought of you because you may you are an influence. You know how they people go and they spend lots of money on influencers? Sure. I thought to myself... Oh my goodness! I was just influenced by an influencer, but no wow. one paid you any money. I didn't. Did you read how to be how to influence people? How to what's win that friends book? and influence. how to win friends and influence? Hey, that's people. from the seventies, Serini. <laughs> no, there's I a, hail from that era. There's a fantastic Instagram page called Influencers in the Wild, mm. and it's all kind of like people out getting their videos, and it's really funny. And your your no, face but this, here's why you're an influencer. Because sure. remember last week we talked, you talked about. Topo Chico, like that sparkling water. We were, you were talking it about. Might you be my it favorite thing particularly right now. crispy. Yeah, I couldn't stop thinking about it. Hurled myself after Whole Foods, got me a box, and let me tell you, as I take a sip of the, they're not paying us, Danny. No, nope. they don't pay you to be an influencer. Yeah, no, nope, I don't should, know how many other don't. people you influence, but it's changed my life as I take a sip of Topo Let's Chico. Let's hear that sip over ice. Hey, I'm talking about a little bit about that today. A little bit mm. about some water stuff. Okay, good, and I'm going to get to you, Serene, because you're going to bring words of wisdom. Right now, my words are fluff. No, 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 they're not. But I can sit here. Over ice, have Topo Chico of an evening. I don't even need dessert. I am that. That's gold. What you're talking is gold. I am that. It's it's not satisfied of the stomach because I already had my meal. It's a satisfaction of the mind. Yeah, but that's why people have dessert a lot of the time. Yeah, it is. You it's know just what? I'm re- not done yet with the pleasure, and they yeah. just yeah yeah. I realized I wasn't addicted to Coca Cola. I was addicted to carbonation. The crispiness. The crispiness, and no one does crispiness better than Topo Chico. But it, but it's not just that. It's the glass bottle. Uh, it's the maturity of it. 125 and years. Okay, so I let my, my daughter, Autumn, who's 15 and rather mature for her age, right? Yes. You let her have one of yours? She begged me for it because she's a bit of a Danny fan. She listens to our podcast. No. She always laughs at the Danny stuff. Okay. And I'm like, he's so ADD. Don't laugh at him. Okay. But but she does she does think of Danny as a bit of a, you know, an influencer. So she wanted one. And I said, so you can really tell the difference, right, Autumn? Isn't it amazing? And she's like, oh, I can't really tell the difference between this and other sparkling That's waters. That's why I'm they like, don't You're get wrong. Any. You're 15. Yeah. Get out of here. No, they have no taste and they have no class. <laughs> That's why my kids. But she's a classy girl. I just thought it's a matter of age, darling. It, it is. Yes. This is a drink for people who are of age, who will spend the money on it, mm. and who can appreciate it. Because you spent the money, it's more than your awful can of sparkling water that you open it and it's with aluminium. I mean, can you this go is back, a bottle. You can you say? go back to seltzer water? I can't. And I spent the money and I would spend more. I would have spent double. Anyway, at least. On, to, on we go. On to. Here we are. Topo Listen, Chico, just, you know yeah. where Danny is. I, 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 I'm not going to get all like in with the dates and in with the, you know, um, what are we? June the 30th? We don't, when this not. comes out, we we'll don't know. whatever we do. We know. don't know when this is coming out. Hey, but I'm just—I'm not getting all down with what's going out. But because this, I want this to be timeless, because what I'm having to share is timeless. But we all know that we're in a season that uh, 
I really hope you're about to help us with round two pandemic because I really hope I need help. Round two. But I don't want to talk about the P of pandemic. Okay, good. I want to talk about the P of peace. Capital peace. Oh, good. I I want to talk about um, the power of peace. And and I've just was totally mesmerized by a scripture that I read yesterday morning. And it just threw me for a loop because it undid my personal definition of peace. Okay. So I read Galatians 5.22 in the Passion Translation, which is my new fave. Mm-hmm. Dawn loves it, eh? Um, John Gusty. John Gusty's wife, Dawn, she loves the Passion Translation. But uh, oh, I'm just so… If Dawn loves it, you're all good. Oh, Dawn's my fave. Stamp of approval good from Dawn. Good old Dawn. Yeah. Um, so, but it said, the, but the fruit produced by the Holy Spirit within you is divine love. And it goes on in all its varied expressions. And this is the same verse in other translation. It says the fruit of the spirits are, and it lists all those fruits of the spirit. But this translation brings out that the, the fruits of the Holy Spirit is love. That this is a singular fruit, but all of the varied expressions are, you know, patience, peace, and it goes through them all. Because love is the, is the, is the birther of all of those. And it brings out the Hebrew and Greek, how actually it's, it's, it's love. And these mm-hmm. are its varied expressions of love. But it got to the peace part. In this Passion Translation, it said, so the first one was joy that overflows. And I love that. And it made me think for a while. But then when it got to peace, it said, and peace that subdues. And I was caught. I was stuck. I was like Mm. totally stuck because I thought peace to me, I know if I think about it spiritually, it's going to be more than that. But peace just just on the top of my mind and to most of us is kind of a passive rest, a place of landing um, where there's no worry or threat anymore. It's, it's a destination. Oh, I finally got peace. It's a comfortable cushioning of life, like a blankie or an adult passy. Yeah. Like I've got, I got to have peace. I've got to put my passy in. I've got to have that, that comfort where, I just, where there's nothing bothering me, nothing yeah. agitating. But, but what if the true definition, definition of peace is far more? And this is what that line, peace that subdued, started me thinking. Or what if it's totally the the opposite of what we think. What if peace is not what the world thinks? And, and you know, we all know the scripture um, in John 14, 27, when it says, peace I give to you, peace I leave with you, not as the world gives. Don't let your heart be troubled or afraid. Now, if the Bible says not to be afraid and not to be troubled when it talks about peace, then peace is, is the antidote for trouble. It's not the absence of trouble. Most people think mm. peace is the absence of trouble, but when the Bible talks about peace, it's like, no, I'm not talking about peace that the world thinks. It, peace is different. I'm talking about peace to you right now, and I'm also going to talk about not letting your heart be afraid. Why would he say don't be afraid if there was nothing to be nothing threatening? Yeah. Peace comes in the verse when it talks about threatening situations. So it, it got me thinking. Peace is a weapon. A weapon for warfare. Let's go. It rings through my mind again, peace that subdues. Just think about it for a while. Peace that subdues. To subdue something, you have to be stronger than the other force. Mm. Peace is greater and stronger and more powerful than trouble, more powerful than anxiety. True peace puts out a greater pressure than any pressure that trouble or fear can press in upon us. Peace that comes from God, which, which is the only kind of peace, because peace can only come from God because He's the creator of it, right? So the other yeah, thing we think is, is peace. He is the prince yeah. of peace, right? Right. So everything else is just a counterfeit. It's, it's yeah. not peace. It's, not even, it's just some like faker, 
right? True peace that comes from God crushes everything, everything, every little bit of dark and dismal and tormenting thing around us. It, it, peace is, is greater. It's the light that pierces the darkness. So I just want to speak out to everybody out there. And I've been speaking to my heart since I read that verse, peace that subdues. But if how, you, how do you grab that? Piece, well, I just right? want to speak really quickly about this to the to those who are heavy of heart right now because I found myself, you know, my husband comes home from work is like, oh well, here we go, round two. They've been talking about it on the radio all day, and he's not all getting worked up about it, but he's just telling me the facts of life out there, and and then this whole word peace that seduces come as my rescue this week, yeah. you know, because and I want to talk to you those who are heavy of heart right now or your mind is fearing and your emotions are reeling and they're melting down. I just want to encourage myself and I'll encourage you guys out there to pick up our weapon of peace and let it subdue the monster in your world. And Pearl, I'm going to get to how. Let it crush the mountains and let it crush every molehill because sometimes it's just molehills that yeah. we're thinking, you know, <laughs> yeah, are, are freakouts. So They're not really mountains, but it can even crush the mountains. And, and, and how do we well, – well, first of all, like I said before, true peace is only found by the Prince of Peace because he's the creator of peace. So we find it in Christ. Thank you, Dave Ramsey. We do, we find it in Christ. Because all other peace, the peace that is that are, that are the peace that is fake is subject to circumstances in an environment. Yeah, I know. I remember you did the whole potty. Right. Remember you're walking through Target? Yes. And you're like, okay, I'm gonna practice yes. my peace because peace does not mean that my kids are behaving right now. Yes. <laughs> John sixteen thirty three in the Passion Translation again, but look it up in the KJV if you want to. It says, And everything I've taught you is so that the peace which is in me will be in you. And will give you great confidence as you rest in me. For in this unbelieving world, you will experience trouble and sorrows. But you must be courageous, for I've conquered the world. So this peace of Christ, talking about in that verse, has subdued the trouble. It doesn't remove it necessarily. Sometimes, miraculously, God removes the troubles, but it doesn't necessarily remove it, but it just overcomes it. Yeah, and it's funny that, you know, when Christ came, He came in a world of trouble when you know, the people were subdued by the Romans and everything was topsy-turvy, topsy-turvy. at that time. And he came and looked, he's like, and he brought peace. And he's like, I'm the Prince of Peace. He, 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 he came to a race and defeat that the was Romans subdued. And like do a big no, old, and that's no. what, all, you know, all the Israelites, I mean, the Jews and the, and the Benjamites at the time, they all thought that the Messiah would come and overturn the Romans. And he didn't. So what you're saying is, Serene, right now. Peace isn't going to necessarily... Remove the troubles and make and make this pandemic what exactly what we want it no. to be. I mean, I, I believe in miracles, yeah. and I believe in faith, and I believe we're meant to speak the authority of His name into this world of chaos to bring order. I'm all about that. This is not dismissing that, but I'm just saying we can have peace when all of it is a freakout. But mess. what about? I, I'm asking you how to grab that. Maybe you're going to tell us. But what about like people sitting in this room right here, Leslie Pasamo? You know. She doesn't ascribe to necessary Christianity like we do, and we're talking about Christ and Prince of Peace and all of that. Well, this is the deal. I <laughs> it's a lot of our I'm listeners. not trying to bring bring Pasamo um, into a place of of a crossroad where she doesn't want to get to yet, and I'm not trying to bring any of our no. listeners there. But I'm just trying to say. The whole world jolly well needs peace yeah. and everything else is a fake because everything else is subject to Right, but if we're grabbing any peace, like let's just say you bring pra- practical applications. I want to ask you this question theologically. I'm going to bring practical right. later. Let's just but- say you bring practical later 
And you're, bring, and you're bringing peace into your situation, even if you decide, forget it, I'm going to stop having anxiety and I'm going to bring peace into my mind. I don't think you're bringing peace. I think you're bringing willpower to deny thoughts of Isn't fear. Isn't any I think peace you're being, like what you said, Christ? Aren't they bringing a piece of him, him even if they're not understanding or acknowledging that? That's what I wonder. I want to know. I, I, I don't know, Pearl. I'm not, I'm, not, I'm not God. All I know is that, um, you know, I come from a... Um, a past of panic attacks. Yeah. Um, I mean, my name is Serene. That that means tranquility. And that's where the, the enemy attacked me. Yeah. Um, just as even since a child, like like TMI, but I was like nursed till I was four. Yeah. You know, like was like mummy's little last favorite, like not favorite, but like, yes. you know. No, no, you were. You were. No, 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 no. <laughs> they stopped that trauma. No, but I just mean like, you know, like, like hid underneath her skirts for too long. Um, but, but, but why should I be filled with fear? It was, it was an attack against my life, attack against my calling which I believe was uh, was to be a giver of peace, uh, to be a, 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 um, a, a bearer of, of serenity to my family. But, you know, I actually was the freak out of the family, you know, like having panic attacks and being like um, running off to the hospital, like saying my goodbyes to children, like, so, you know, blah, blah, blah. That, that's, that's not okay. And it was an attack. Um, I felt fear like the fang of it in the back of my neck. That sounds really descriptive, but I felt, I knew it was a spirit over my life. Um, anyway, all that to say is I, I tried, uh, and, and I've been a Christian my whole life, but I never really had um, allowed the Prince of Peace to, to take rest in my life. And I'll talk a little bit about that later on because I talk about practical ways of that. But you can try the 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 mechanical things of the world thinks peace and they go they go a little bit pearl but yeah. they only go so far and so i i just believe that so i'm not trying to bring anyone to a crossroad like come to this point in your life and think about this now but i do believe for situations that are big and massive and and in the mountains in our life they cannot be subdued without the true peace yeah i, agree. I believe oh. they can be um um Maybe tools or snuffed out, or like put put your head in the sand. Yes, like Leslie like, Pops. like so Leslie Pops wants to come and speak. Oh, Leslie to Pops, Pasama can come pop share. Off. Because very yeah. quickly, because I already know that Serene's probably going to be like, oh, but I didn't mean anything like Pasamos. Yeah. I have never felt true peace. Mm. Maybe for ten minutes, there's yeah. always anxiety lurking. So if that's if that's me expressing that, I totally agree with you because I am very envious a lot of times of of the way I've never been as close to Christians as I am now mm. with with mm. you guys and I have a great deal of respect and love and all that you know mm. mushy stuff but you've and taught me a lot mm. yeah you've taught me a lot and so I am I do get envious sometimes of th- that you that you all you just know and you mm-hmm. have that grounding because mm-hmm. I, I don't, I can't say that I can get there, mm-hmm. but like I, I kind of agree with what you said, Serene, because really? I truly can say I have never experienced more than Even though 10 you're minutes. such a positive person, oh, totally positive, willpower, yes. strong. Yes. I can she turn big socks up Leslie yeah. I think has, I'm so proud of Leslie for that way and I didn't that's really interesting no I just no it's not Leslie I just do want to say like that's what I have learned from Leslie um, because of to whom much is given much is acquired because I feel like we've been raised in faith Pearl and I 
And then I look at Leslie, who hasn't been necessarily raised in faith. I look at her smiling and I look at her big girl socks pulled up and she does inspire me to say, yeah. what's your problem, Serene? If you're filled with this river of peace and, 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 and you're deciding to like snap at the children and then she's like got a big girl sock, socks pulled up and she's doing it by the nitty gritties of the of yeah. chinny chin chins, well then, Serene, you know, like, come on, get with the program. That was like, so, that was like 30 seconds or a full like I need a translator. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> Serene was saying. Uh, no, I, I see what like Serene is saying. By the it's been chins. really like like <laughs> Leslie was saying. Okay, so she's learned. She hasn't been around people of faith, but we all we all ta- we can learn from one another. We we try to be an example. But Leslie, what Serene's saying is Leslie has been an example to us of someone without faith but someone who still has so many qualities of a Christian, yes. of, of, of showing the light of, yeah. of, of a Christian, yet she doesn't espouse to that faith because she just wants to attain to that. I don't know. She's just this naturally positive, naturally something. So I need to translate it too. But all I'm saying is we learn from each yeah, we, other. Yeah, we learn. And so, yeah. Uh, we love having uh, having Leslie around, and I'm not trying to bring any not Leslie Pops. And that's I why didn't I wasn't think bringing, you were. I yeah. was actually asking that. Though. Yeah, and I'm not trying to bring any of you listeners who are, who are in the same camp as Leslie Pops, and 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 we beautifully accept you and love you as as friends and in the sisterhood, yeah. the whole thing. But I I I just do want to say I feel like like I said with my panic attacks that. Positive thinking can only take you to yes. a certain point. It was only it was only God that brought me true freedom. Hey, you're listening to the party with Serene and Pearl, and I'm Pearl, and who are you? <laughs> Serene. <laughs> this is the party with Serene and Pearl. Get it right. It's P-O-D-D-Y. And can I say something before you continue, Serene? Yes. If something clicked in me. I hadn't thought about this when you were speaking before. You said your name was Serene and yeah. you know, and you feel your calling on your yeah. life is to bring peace. Your name means peace. Yeah. But all your life you live in fear and tumultuousness. Yeah. But I, I never thought. You remember part one of pandemic and you mm-hmm. brought some really amazing, I feel like life-changing uh, messages to this podcast. And I mean, I heard from hundreds of women just like it was spot on. It was what I needed. I don't think you went and... And came out with the information that you brought, like, I'm Serene, I need to bring peace. Somehow it was a calling on your life and you were there for that season. What if you were created to be a mouthpiece during this time and your name is Serene and we are living in a time of complete tumultuousness and here you are, Serene, and you keep saying peace. Peace. It's just so weird, though, because I told you the other day, Pearl, I mean, I, I used to pay the little girl at the top of my street. In Australia, yeah. when you know um, we had to all get on the bus for school, and in Australia, you, you just—it's not like America. I don't know, but you walk yourself to the bus stop, yeah. you walk home. Your parents don't just drop you off. It's a well, different world. Well, that was world. our day. Yeah, okay, maybe it's just back in the seventies. I don't know. 80, but anyway, um, yeah. I remember paying the little girl. It's a joke called CPS on my parents. It was just yeah. a whole other world. Call, paying the girl at the t- like at the top of the street, a mile away from my home, and saying, "I will give you an ice block." You know what do you call a billabong? What yeah. we used to call like a yummy chocolate treat um, on a stick. If you walk me back to my house, I was too afraid in the beautiful broad daylight, beautiful community, not mm-hmm. a dangerous area, not hoodlum, to walk myself to my house. And when I got home, like if my mum was at the grocery store and she wasn't necessarily mm-hmm. home, I'd like hide under the bed with the phone and you a knife. Were. Like just paranoid. It was not okay to sleep. Pearl and I shared a room. I couldn't just sleep in my single bed. I had to top and tail and put my feet in her hair 
And pee on to, me. Yeah, and pee on her. I had a pee problem. She, but now I have a good pee problem. That's peace. I can't get rid of the peace. That's what's happened to me. It's a great problem. I said to Pearl the other day, I said, Pearl, I'm, I can't even try and work up fear. Even about this whole pandemic thing and, and everything. It's like there's just... But it's, can I it's ask you gift. another question? I know you've got more stuff to bring. Is that because you've practiced this piece, Serene? I do believe it's a, it's a practice. I do believe and it's what I'm going to talk about soon and it's about um, unclogging the dam and I'm going to talk about mm-hmm. that. Okay, yeah. but I just want to say, okay, so we all know, <laughs> we all know the world, the whole globe, not just this nation needs needs peace. It's a necessity for life. And, and let's get to the practical. It's not just a necessity for spiritual life. It's a necessity for health, for our physicality. Anxiety is a sickness breeder. Mm. It's a disease incubator. It is. It's a stress hormone activator and even leads to weight gain. Yeah. Peace is important for the inner man, but it's so important for the outer man, for our physicality. That's for, why the Bible says, I would that you prosper and be in health even as your soul prospers. I know you brought that last week or a couple of weeks. But it's, it's all combined. So intertwined. For you for it's so important for your health journey. It's more important than S or E or F P. <laughs> We've got to put peace on the menu for dinner, right? Oh, bring it. You got troubles? Dan, that's a good one. You got troubles, Dan? Peace is for dinner. You at a weight loss store? Stall? <laughs> I wrote store. Good that's job. That's how fast I was doing good this job, this job, You wrote it in your own accent. I, I wrote it in my own <laughs> accent. Are you at a weight loss store? Sprinkle a little peace in there. Your best friend has got an awful doctor's report. That one needs an extra large biggie 64-ounce slurp of peace. We've got to add in the peace to our life. You don't need an extra glass of wine. You need an extra glass of peace. I'm not saying there's anything wrong with a glass of wine, but I'm saying no, right? a lot but of if people it's, if you it's see for have the got numbing. these practical steps. They're like, okay, well, I'm just going to have a little wine and I'm going to zone out to a funny movie or I'm going to do this and that. These things only go so far. Mm. Practical points can numb, but peace can subdue, where it subdues the monster. Budget is oversight, overspent by Farsis and Farsis. Translate, Dan. Farsies and Farsies. Hmm. You know, like it's totally, you're, you're in the red, beyond in the red. Deposit peace into that account. <laughs> peace, listen to this. Peace was made for trouble. It, it's exercised by trouble. And, and, and so that's why I don't understand the airplane scenarios where I walk on the airplane and my baby's having a freak out screaming and all the so-called peaceful people who don't have children, there's... Now, don't get me wrong. There's beautiful people that, that, that love children and just haven't been able to have children or they're not married or whatever. I'm not talking about you. I'm just talking about the people that are totally deprogrammed children out of their life. Mm-hmm. Like they, they just because they're not peaceful mm-hmm. beings. Um, children aren't necessarily peaceful beings. And you're walking down the aisle and you can see them begging, please don't be the person who will sit next to me. <laughs> like that, they're praying for the first time. Like don't let, her, <laughs> don't let her, her seat be next to me. God, if you're real, Why prove they- it now. <laughs> Why do they think that? Because they don't want the baby or the child to mess up their so-called peaceful life. Mm-hmm. But I'm just trying to say that isn't peace. So you walk in there and you're like, I'm messing up. I'm like, do life. you want, you think you have a peaceful life? Let me give you a peaceful life. Let me sit next to you and you're going to exercise hey. some peace and we're going to work on some peace. I'm going to bring peace to you. It's, <laughs> it's my goal on the plane when that mother and that baby's there. And for yeah. some reason, the dad's never there. Why is I'm, it always a mom and a yeah, baby? You, you sub in, you sub in best dad dude, in the world, right? I sub in so hard. And I'm like, bring me that baby right now. He can ride with me the whole trip. Oh, it's diaper time here. You can have him back. (laughs) But if it's all play, then 
It's like something for me to do on the plane. No, I know. And yet, and you have to do that because there's too many people who will like, please don't sit next to me. Oh, I would love... You know what my yeah. fantasy is? I never get it, though. I never get it. Like, I'm never there when the guy comes up and tucks my wife's tag in on her, in her shirt when she's at the supermarket. It's just, I guess, God's way of sparing me from prison or whatever. But like... <laughs> Like, I'm never there. Like, I want to be there when someone is rude to the nursing mother on the plane. Oh. Like, it's my fantasy. Do you have fantasies it's about, true, like... It's true knighthood there in his blood, yeah, you see? Yeah, that, that, God put that in you because to save all the women and children, when you were on Titanic, you would have been going, tucking all the women's and the babies in and saying, no, take yeah. them. It's true. You know, when I owned... Let it, me drown. I, take <laughs> the women's and the children's. I'll just stand here with my Topo Chico and... <laughs> like sit my last. Yeah, my last, my last topo. Um, you know, when I had a, I used to own a carpet cleaning business. Yeah. It was actually the first business I ever started, and uh, we're talking like sixteen businesses I can ago. Still imagine you doing and, it. And uh, and I gave uh, discounts to single moms, mm. not single parents. This was before <laughs> political you correctness. You were sexist. And the internet. <laughs> it was discount rate. At, as I put on the flyer that you printed on physical Only paper. Only to single moms. Yeah, you used to walk down the street and put it in everyone's mailbox. I would put it in their right? mailbox, which was illegal. Disc- and, and you know what I reasoned at the time, too, was that I'm, I'm too poor. They can't hurt me. <laughs> <laughs> and it would say discount rates for single moms. That's sweet. That's beautiful. Moving now, on. Moving on. Peace gets its weight training, its resistant training through agitation. True peaceful people are subduers of chaos. If everything is perfect, who needs peace? It's peace. It's like faith, right? Yeah. Who needs faith if everything is handed to us immediately? That's why people think, and it's in it to me, you know, I don't want to go on a theological big old bandwagon, but that's why people think, oh, um, sickness is a given to us from God, which I don't agree with that because they bring us closer to Him. No, it's not the sickness. It's that you have to exercise your faith. And when your faith builds, yes. then, hey, you are becoming closer to God because, you know, God is faith. And, yes. and and we start believing more and we start learning His Word more. And of course, we get bigger and we get better in our spiritual life. But it wasn't the sickness. Sometimes God can use all these yes. things. But, um, yeah. It's so true. And it's, it's see, it's all our choice. We don't choose our circumstances. We can't. But the choice we have is to pick up the powerful weapon of peace and subdue all and any unrest. Circumstances do not defeat us. Yeah. And it's, you're, you're it's about to tell choice. us how to pick it yes, up, right? Yes, it's our choice if we're going to order in peace or we're going to order in pity. Mm. Pity. Now, for some, some practical on another subject, it's, it's going to bring back peace. I'm going to come right around peace. But... Although peace is super practical, right? Yeah. Um, it's so practical with th- that without it, our days are d- for the dumpster, you know, unless everything's running smooth and peachy, qu- and peachy king. But um, I want to talk about water and it's gonna, we're going to bring it to peace. It's another necessity in life. Yeah. Peace, air, water. And I'm going to talk about practical just for all those people who are in a Pasamo camp and just want to get some practical. So we're yeah. just going to put peace on the back burner there for a yeah, second. Okay. Water, it's a practical weight loss tool. Yeah. We have certain questions we ask our, ourselves on our Trim Healthy journey. Well, I do. One of the ones we ask all of you too is like, where's your protein? That's a question and, and other questions we ask. But this is when I ask myself, Pearl. I say, where's my water content food? Yeah. It's my little quirk because naturally I crave dense, nutty, bready, cheesy. Dan, yeah. I think you've said that that's your, your category it, too. It used to be, yeah. Yeah. But dense isn't always kind to people's waistline. So what do I mean by water content food? 
cucumbers, like right now in the summer, fresh tomatoes, melons in east settings, papaya, celery, any raw plant food, fruit, soup. Mm -hmm. I love soup. It's actually my little secret, my weight maintenance Mm. secret. And and research shows that eating a bowl of soup as part of the first part of your meal helps you lose weight. The water content cuts down on the density of calories and fills your belly to prevent overeating. It just looks like I'm totally switching things right now, but we're coming back to spirituals. Yeah, I, I, we I, even I practical. trust you, yeah. Research showed in a 2005 issue of um, study of uh, the obesity research um, manual. Her hands are doing quotations, yeah. everybody. Her uh, that participants who ate two servings of low-fuel dense soup per day. What I mean by low-fuel dense soup is we're not talking chilli. No, we're not talking thick and hearty yeah. pork They can beans. be thick pork and hearty, beans. but there'll be tricks to it. Yeah, right. yeah. then you glukeed it up. Glukeed or veggied it yeah. up or trimmy bisked it up, right? But participants who ate two servings of low fuel dense soup per day experienced 50, they didn't say fuel, they said energy dense, but I'm just yeah, talking trim thing. healthy language, yeah, okay. right? They experienced 50% people, 50% more weight loss than those who took in the same amount of calories in a high energy dense snack. For that meal. Mm-hmm. Maybe it's probably not all day. They didn't say that. But just in that particular setting. I believe the it. Same amount of calories and a little dense snack. Because probably they're going to be thinking, oh, okay, well, I just ate like this, something like a thumbnail. I need to keep eating. Yeah. But um, see, that's, that's absolutely incredible. 50% choosing soup with broth and plenty of fiber from vegetables and satiating lean protein is super effective. And um, we're not talking, like I said, chili or cream of clam chowder or the regular made broccoli and cheese no. without like healthy subs we've taught you in Trim Healthy books before. But And they all have their place. That's all awesome, but that's not what we're talking about here. We're just talking about the water content foods here. And and Pearl, Pearl has a great um, – well, actually, we made it up together, but then Pearl has, um, elaborated upon and had some different versions of it, our Trim Train soups. Check those out because they're highly water content, but we've creamed and hardy them up. You would not know they were highly water content. Yeah. Check out my chapter of Trimmy Bisques yes. and, the, and the Trim Healthy table. And also in the Trim Healthy Future book that we've got coming up, there's a, there's a wonderful couple of soups that are, that are brothy and will just burn the fat off you. But um, – Let's talk about more ideas for, for water, putting water in our diet, leaving room for a drink. And Pearl, bingo, that's what you were talking about here. You're like, this is my dessert. Like I don't need anything else right now because I had a great amount of fuel. I had my dinner, but I'm just, I left a little room so I could enjoy this. The particularly crispiness sometimes of Sometimes yeah. I can eat so much. There's no room for even water. Yeah. It's like there's no room. And so sometimes I like to... I like that. Where's your water content foods? It's another... It's not actually saying where is my veggies like we often ask. It's broader than that. It's like where is my... Hold on. I'm having dense food. Let's make sure I'm... Maybe I'm having a brothy soup or maybe I'm having fruit or maybe I'm having these water content veggies, but it's giving some balance. Because whenever the water is brought out of it, there's there's so much density there. You, You... it's like a smaller amount of space is filled up. Mm-hmm. And I like Can to- I give a case in point of that? Yes. I'm just chewing on my eyes. Sorry, people. Oh, look at Dan. Dan is refilling my Topo Chico because he's, he because felt it. You're not a single mum, but... Um, no, but I am a lady. But you're wearing some jeans that could be like... A single mum jeans? Yeah. Because- what are you trying to say? 
Oh, I don't know because maybe I've stepped in a thing. You, those jeans are gorgeous on you, Pearl. Yeah, that, yeah. Thank you. And, but and, I don't and, think that's why Tan walked over here. Most single moms probably wear really, really good, nice jeans too. Uh, that's but not why from, Dan likes single moms. They're from the. They're just like them because they're babies. They're from the era when his they mom are, was a single they mom. They are that's special that's why little I mean. babies. They're, they're a little bit flared. They're the ones that his mom wore when he raised her. Single. True. That's true. I bet you that's, that's what I meant why your heart is for single moms because your mom was one. One hundred percent. Because they're bell bottoms. You see, because you know what she went through to raise He you. saw those little bell bottoms and he's like, that woman needs some help. Yeah. Well, I was, it's so true. I was the uh, the man, the oldest son, the man of the house, and yeah. I always felt like my mother was not protected. Yeah. Oh. So there you go. You got you got your refill. Hey, you're listening to The Party with Serene and Pearl, and I'm Pearl, and who are you? <laughs> Serene. <laughs> this is The Party with Serene and Pearl. Get it right. It's P-O-D-D-Y. This is so interesting with what you're saying because I, in my journey through Mm -hmm. menopause here, have tweaked my Trim Healthy Mama Mm -hmm. plan to include a lot more plant-based meals. I'm still – I still have my fish. I still even eat beef and chicken now and then. But a lot of my protein comes from plant-bases now, like lentils, beans, um, even tempeh. Serene got me on tempeh, which is incredible, Mm. fermented – Soybeans I like to support beans. my eggs with tempeh. Yes, yeah. so I don't have like like a billion eggs. I just have two and then I yeah. round it off with tempeh and it crunches it up. Oh, anyway, so all of that. So I've been on these groups and some of them are vegan. I don't ascribe to veganism, but we can all learn from other plans, right? They all have treasures in them. So there's all these people that eat a lot of starch and they don't eat a lot of protein and they do lose weight and everything. But if you go on their groups, it's the same thing. I can't lose weight. I'm eating all the starch, right? And then the ones that have been successful, it's sort of like the successful Trim Healthy Mamas, yeah. except we're, we're not much, the ones that eat the cream cheese desserts no, over and over. We, we, yes. Okay. So, but we're a much like more sustainable plan because who wants to go without animal products the rest of their life? Okay. These, those people do, but I don't. Um, but you come in, you see the seasoned ones come in. Like mm-hmm. we might get someone on Trim Healthy Mama say, I just can't lose weight. And so they say, can I have a look at what you're eating? And, and they maybe find out that they're overdoing cheese and cream cheese and they're not having enough water content food. It's like on these starch groups, right? They're like, can I have a look at what you're eating? And they always come back and say, half your plate. Have your starches on one half. Have your water content and your veggies and your fruits and your soups. Let it be at least half of what you're eating. Mm-hmm. And so it's the same principle. If you're not having your water content foods, you're going to be densityed up. You're going to be bready nutty cheesing. And you see, without the water, you've got wow, all this wow. room to keep yeah. bready nutty cheesing it up. You're not full. Your 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 stomach and how or whatever yeah. size it is is not going to be filled up. And they actually say to these people, listen, if you just if you just want to keep eating, let's just say you got a big appetite, you're going to big appetite dense foods. So eat your veggies first. Yes. Start filling that well, stomach up with either the, soup or veggies first. That's why the um, that that research um, study was those who began their dinner. The first part of their dinner mm. was soup. Yeah. Sometimes at my house, the dinner is soup. Yeah, most nights it is oh, soup. I, I totally, if I'm doing soup, I, I make it my meal. But, but thirty four yeah, minutes in, so yeah, bring yeah, it round. Yeah, bring it round. But you know, and I like to, I like to to leave room for a trimmy, and that's yeah. kind of feels. It doesn't feel like just water, right? But you know, but we can't just um. Oh, also, snacking on veggie crudits before your nuts and cheese. Yeah. Once you start on the nuts and cheese, you're not going back to the crudits. You no. are not. <laughs> you're not going back to a celery stick. No way. 
way. Yeah. It's like, let, like do a little challenge. Eat four celery sticks. I'm not talking large whole stalks. Yeah. Before you, you allow yourself to dig in, like do little challenges for yourself. Yeah. I decide that my nighttime grazing is only going to be like raw plant food because I tell myself that humans should be asleep. Mm. So only rabbits can be up. <laughs> you know what I mean? Wee Willy Winky taught me. Wee Willy Winky running through the house upstairs, downstairs in the nightgown, rapping at the windows, crying at the locks. Are all the children in their beds? Because now it's past eight o'clock. Well, adults should be in their bed maybe past 10. Well, sometimes though, if you're nursing, you need a bit of more of a dense Exactly. Thing. But I'm talking nighttime, nighttime, where it's past 10. Yeah. You've had your dinner at six or seven, and then you've had your little snacky poo for a nursing yeah. mama at like a quarter to nine, 8.30. Yeah, you just start. Past 10? Only rabbits should be awake. Yeah. So I just that's what that's what I tell myself. <clears throat> but how is this relating to peace? Just wait, okay. okay. But what about sippers, GGMS, the shrinker, boost juice? What about just plain water? I've noticed you, Pearl. Yeah. Just walking around. Sometimes your house, you've got like lemons cut into just a whole quart of water. But you that's never the used new to do me. that. No. It's the new you. New me. Okay. And and I like to do a little hydrotherapy in the shower, right? When I go into the shower and it's hot and steaming and my skin is drinking in the water, I take a bottle of pure cold water and I guzzle it in mm-hmm. the shower. It's just kind of like hydrate, hydrate, mm. hydrate. It's just my little quirks. I'm just telling you because water is so important. It's part of our physical health. <clears throat> but not only is it a huge pillar, it's just, it, and it's so simple, but it's the simple things that we often overlook and sometimes are the most profound and most effective. John seven thirty seven. we're getting into the spiritual again. It says, Jesus stood and cried out saying, if anyone thirsts, let him come to me and drink. He who believes in me, as the scripture has said, out of his heart will flow rivers of living water. I mean, what amazing water, right? You just take a drink and now it turns into a river, right? John 4.14 also talks about this water. But whoever drinks of the water that I shall give him will never thirst. But the water that I shall give him will become in him a fountain springing up into everlasting life. Because we don't just get dehydrated physically, but spiritually, God wants to put a vast well inside of us so that every morning we wake up refreshed in Him, not exhausted, dehydrated, cranky, crackly, with all kindness and patience wizened up out of us. <clears throat> but we have to maintain this well, and this is where a peace comes in. And we want to make sure that the sticks and the mud and the logs of doubt, despair, anxiety, troubles, that they're all out of there, that the flesh and all of the yuck doesn't clog it up. So the living water... That wants to that 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 God desires to have flow from His heart isn't all dammed up, right? Yeah. And so that's what I was the practical step I was talking to you about before. We do have to deny those doubts and deny all that stuff because we're going to clog up the well. Because in this river is where the peace flows. The peace comes in the river. It comes in this water of of God, and it comes and and He wants to just. Um, run a deluge over us and it just washes out all, all of the the doubts but first we have to make room so that it can be flow can it start flowing right so but you know peace flows in that river and the source never runs dry it's the only thing is that our wells may not be open meaning we haven't accepted the digger yeah is right? that why because i'm trying to think okay so you all your life had fear. I had two, right? Yeah. But now you don't live in fear and you have peace. Okay? I'd accepted the, the digger, right? I'd like like what I mean yeah, by that. Yeah, you is, were a Christian. Right. So like, you already knew the Prince of Peace, but it wasn't running you because I clogged up my well with fear. Oh, that's like, what I'm trying so to get to. Fear, there was no space. And that's what I'm trying to say. Some people clog up their diet with so much bready, nutty, cheesy. There's no room 
for water okay, content. Thank so you, you have to remove. You, I needed the analogy. Yes. So you just you got to be able to r- remove some of the clogging up stuff so that you make room for the well to flow, for the hydration to start flowing. So, and when you remove them, you say no to the doubt. You say yes. no. You just don't. Uh, you don't dwell on them, right? That, that's right. We we deny it because we say. Some people say, well, I have no peace, but it's because they don't have room for peace to begin to work. Yeah. There's no room. To open up for peace, we have to shut down fear and refuse its residence. Got it. Right. It's the same way with our physical wells, like our level of optimum hydration for health. We need to move out some of the dense logs, like like I was just telling you before. And and it's not like, oh, poor me, I can't do the bready, nutty, cheesy all day anymore. It's not like a negative, but it's more like I'm making room for healing. So it's not like, oh, I don't get to sit and be anxious anymore. Poo-hoo. No, it's like, yay, I'm making room for healing. Yeah, I'm making that. room for peace. Yeah, it's it's like positive. Dan, Dan, your, your liquid used to be Coca-Cola, right? And now it's like water or Topo Chico or a kombucha or something. But yet, but you had to take the Coca-Cola out to get those in. Right. It's the can, the possible, the vision, He's the focus, nodding. He's the actually life. in the room still. I say, so we don't look at anything we are displacing as a chore, but a grateful choice of life. Yeah. So it's not going to be a chore, oh, wow, I'm going to have to remove fear, freak out, <laughs> freak out about removing fear. No, it's like, yay, I, get, I have this choice to remove fear to make way for something healing. And so in the, like just in the physical, for people that are Pasamo camp, I wanted to talk about it, even just for the diet, that you just want to come here to get diet help. Remove some of the bready, nutty, cheesy, make room for life, make room for healing, make room for weight loss. But in the spiritual aspect too, we have to get rid of the clogged up mud clumps, get rid of the doubt, get rid of the exam, the anxiety, make room for the river of peace to flow. Because once it starts flowing, that deluge subdues everything in the way. Water is so powerful. You see the Grand Canyon? Yeah. The Grand Canyon was cut out by water. And so the, and the Bible says you, you, you take a sip, it's going to become springing up and flowing like a, a river that never runs dry. It cannot dry from the source. It can only get clogged up when we just don't allow it to flow through us. Good and so stuff. peace can flow. Peace is powerful, powerful peace of Jews. Hey, you're listening to The Party with Serene and Pearl, and I'm Pearl, and who are you? <laughs> Serene. <laughs> this is The Party with Serene and Pearl. Get it right. It's P-O-D-D-Y. All right, we're going to go to a listener question who actually sent me this on Instagram, and I'll keep her name private, but... She says, uh, I do not know you personally, but I'm a THM, and I listen to every podcast. I've been having problems lately with what I believe is my gallbladder. I have health anxiety that has convinced me that I am dying, which I believe is similar to your story. She's writing into me. Dana. I was about to say, is this you writing She's, like a year ago? I, inter- I know, crazy, right? <laughs> Hel- even to call it health anxiety. I'd never even considered that could be a thing, right? Anyways. I just wondered what your symptoms were and how you overcame them. I am scheduled for HIDA scan next week because my abdominal ultrasound was normal. Okay, so um, yeah, that's where I started was with the good old cheap, affordable abdominal ultrasound that you can get, and it was normal. And that was probably six years ago. And um, I now know that I... I was having health anxiety at the time. I just thought I was actually dying. And so her question was, um, what were your symptoms and how you overcame them? Well, my symptoms were uh, stomach pain, 
um, needing to go to the bathroom five plus times a day, uh, pain, stomach pain so severe that uh, I knew there was a tumor in my stomach. Mm. Like I didn't think I had cancer. I knew I had cancer. I know we couldn't convince you that you weren't dying. I, I was I was dying of cancer specifically because my grandmother had surgery for colorectal cancer, mm. and um, constant anxiety spikes, uh, constant living in fear. And it was, it was undercover for probably six years. And then it kind of eclipsed here at the, here and the robe, for the, the world to robe. see. <laughs> you lived yours in front of the I did, audience. I did mine publicly. And, uh, and, and for all those in Kroger's too, where you pranced abs- around there with your wife's robe. Absolutely. Um, so my symptoms were very much GI related. I, I went to a total of five doctors um, to all, because none of them would diagnose me with cancer. Uh, the first three. Next one, I don't believe you. I don't believe you. The first three all diagnosed me with an anxiety disorder. And they prescribed, I forget the name of the medicine. Prozac? No. No, no. It wasn't a, one, one of them suggested Prozac. Um, and I just chose not to. And the Good others were prescribing, it's actually where I learned the, the gut-brain connection. I actually learned it from a doctor. This is popular science now, but at the time, I'd never heard of it. And um, the way I overcame uh, was, was one through community. Serene and Pearl were just telling me, you're not dying, man. You're just not. We're just... And I'm like, how do you know? You can't tell. You know what Serene spoke here today about the Prince of Peace and, and stopping the fear so you can the, the other dam and then to let the peace flow. Did you have to literally learn and practice stopping your fears and, and just like uh, forget it? I couldn't, I couldn't physically stop my fears. There were chemicals firing in my yeah. body that at the time I thought um, were well-founded in the truth that I was dying. Yeah. And... But once you decided you weren't, how did you stop the thought processes and the cycle? Because it's a cycle. Yeah. I, I remember it was very practical and clear of, yeah. of how that... I mean, I think a lot of it was the foundation of encouragement from, mm. from you two saying, no. I mean, one day Pearl said, I just give you permission to just not have cancer and to just have a great life and live for your family. I mean, I needed permission to do that. I didn't have the permission. I, I remember John Maxwell talked about giving people permission to mm. succeed. Mm. Like people just need to be told, you can do it and you're fine and just move on. Oh, okay, got it. So I think there was a good foundation of that. But what really was a turning point was when I like flatlined spiritually, emotionally, then kind of hit rock bottom and had to, instead of constantly fighting and anxiety and running from it, to actually acknowledge it out loud and admit that I had a problem, that I actually am having a, a misfiring in my body and I'm drawing wrong conclusions and that I needed to... Uh, so I, I would actually meditate and pray. I would go... Yeah, you had that big spiritual come to Jesus thing, right? Like, oh, like oh, yeah. you were already you know, a believer, but I remember you said, no, I, I realized he's my daddy. Well, yeah, and, and I also realized that God is not trying to supernaturally, at least for me, wasn't trying to supernaturally remove anxiety, but rather asking me to take control of my yeah, body. Right. 
Right. Like, dude, your soul is greater. It is living in this body, mm. but you are not a slave to this body of yours. Yeah. And if it's misfiring, you got to step up to it. And so what I did to step up is I remember sitting in that anxiety in, in that room and seeing it like a, like a sphere in my heart, like lodged in my heart. And I started naming it and acknowledging this is a thing in me and it must go. Yeah. And so, you know, I don't know that there's any good practical, like here's the step one, th- one through three. Right. Um, I do strongly believe that medicine is not your answer, that hardcore n- n- uh, neural drugs that artificially stimulate the chemicals in your mind, um, I don't believe at least they weren't for me, mm-hmm. and I had all the proper diagnoses that I needed those medicines. Um, I also, by the way, to back up a little, were uh, diagnosed my entire life with ADD and given medicine. Because I didn't I, even think you're ADD anymore. Oh, well, we label you that just because we joke, but... It's a description of a personality trait. Yeah. Everybody I know that's being diagnosed with ADD, I just talk to them and I give them practical things to do. Mm-hmm. Hey, you got to get serious about a calendar. You know, you got to put your phone in do not disturb mode. Right. You, you need a locking door on your office. I mean, there's literally, I'd love to one day publish that book on like how to, yeah. how to rock with ADD should, without Dan. medication, you, you know, should. because I've created an entire Probably life. Probably your biggest seller. Yeah. So I think, you know, I think. And, but you also did some dietary things. You realized, oh, I can't do a bunch of fats and, and okay. all of that, right? That's the second thing I wanted to talk, say to our person writing in with dealing with anxiety. Food is a big uh, inflamer of anxiety that I didn't even realize. Um, overdosing cheesy, bready, nutty will absolutely mess with your gallbladder, mess with your gut, which is connected to your brain, which is neuronally connected to your heart. These things are connected. The way you care for your body, um, has everything to do with anxiety. So I think that I was drinking Coke and eating cheesy, bready, nutty to the extreme well, fistfuls of Parmesan cheese before bed, and I was clogging my gallbladder. Yeah. And definitely, the bo- the soul and the mind and the body, heart, soul, mind, strength; those things are connected, you know. And so, yeah, definitely inflammatory foods. Um, I had to get serious about eating fruits and vegetables mm. and meat and whatever the earth provides, and not what you can open up out of a box. So, um, I do think it's all connected. Rice. What? Rice has been good for you too. Rice hey? has been Whole so good to rice. me. Bananas, rice, things that are just digestible. Yeah. Like these packaged chemical laden preservative foods just got to go. If you struggle with anxiety, like eat eat pizza from Pizza Hut and tell me how your anxiety s- symptoms are. <laughs> They'll totally flare up. So as an expert in anxiety, which I <laughs> now consider myself to be, and an expert at overcoming anxiety mm-hmm. without drugs, um, I can tell you that what I'm saying is real and it actually does work. I mean, I'm living proof that you can like, what if you could yourself through anxiety without drugs? Yeah. Mm-hmm. And, and so well, I would, you didn't say her name, but we just give you permission yeah. to yes. heal. Yes. Um, beautiful, precious lady who wrote in to Danny. Mm-hmm. And we believe that your healing can be every bit as powerful as Danny's. Oh, yeah. And um, the body wants to heal. And the river wants Made to flow to heal. the river wants to the flow. prince of peace wants it to does. flow and, and get and get your tests you know i mean that, there's nothing wrong with getting your tests nothing I'm, wrong with yeah it. i'm not saying like go go meditate until you know i mean for all i know i was dying and and pearl and serene healed me honestly i think they helped in the healing of my mind and heart state because well, those we only the said things. things that that um 
you know, we, we believe, you know, that we, because we, because we believers, we kind of believe that we're vessels now and, mm-hmm. and just every, everyone who's a believer is a vessel. Yeah. So you just say words that God is really impressing on your heart and God was the one that and wanted to be And guess what words are so powerful? And I think what, what Danny said was he realized he had to get this out of him, right? And sometimes we realize things. I, mm-hmm. I had fear that I had to get out of me too. Mm-hmm. And I remember I, I was no longer going to tolerate it in mm-hmm. my mind and body and it was mm-hmm. it was a big attack i believe and i i believe fear is a spirit actually yeah, yeah. <laughs> that sounds voodoo but i do believe fear is a spirit and i would no well, longer it says tolerate he hasn't that given spirit. us a spirit of fear yeah but of power and love and a sound but, um, mind you felt yeah. this in your you felt the fang in your in your gi i yeah. felt the fang in the back of my neck it was like, literally it was it was all uh, you know people know. take fear and, and 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 they kind of like um yeah, cocoon around it in different places of their body. That's true. It. Yeah, it was a, it was a, it was like a spear in the center of my gut. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And so, um, I think that you saying this, and there's one thing, you know, <laughs> Serene told me this the other day. It is revolutionized my life, Serene, when you said, actually, your husband was saying it. You know how Christ is the Word, and Christ in the Bible mm-hmm. says the Word was with God, and the Word was God, and the Word. Hold on, this is, freaks me out. I've been thinking about it all week. Mm-hmm. All week. The Word became flesh. You've heard that, Danny, right? Bible student. <laughs> the Word. But think of it in this way. Our words are so powerful. God is, is a type, right? The Word. Can become flesh. Became flesh. Yeah, it can. It was like the first example of over it. Our life. Yes, an example. Yes, it's deeper than that. But when we say things, they can materialize. Christ the Word became flesh on this earth. So our words are powerful. Oh, man. Hey, an- another thing, too. I mean, w- one of those three doctors that diagnosed me with an anxiety disorder um, also uh, let me know that I had very clear textbook PTSD, mm. post-traumatic stress disorder. And uh, he asked me all about my past and growing up and stuff you can read in my book, yeah. you know? Yeah. And I told him about that. I was like, yeah, man, it was crazy. I actually wrote about it. And he's yeah. like, what? He's like, of course. He said he deals with guys, soldiers that come back from war. Yeah. Their guts are wrecked. Oh, yeah, because it's your, it's your seat of your emotions. Fight or flight, seat of yeah. emotions. Yeah, so I would say to this person who has written in too, um, you know, is it also a coincidence that you had some crazy sort of childhood or, or abuse in your life? I don't know. But but get in touch with that. Like sit in that. Well, Be conscious I, I mean, of that. Well, yeah, yes. I, I, I beg to differ in a, in a in a way that agrees with you. Um, yeah. What what I mean by that is <laughs> the I, perfect I just, argument. The point that you're making yeah. that I can tell you're making, I'm totally there with you 100. percent I just feel like when people revisit their trauma over and over and over, I feel like it can just become uglier and uglier because I just feel like. Um, we are called to get out of it. And you said there was something that had to go, right? And I feel like sometimes the more people um, get introspective, the more things become magnified. And so um, I think enough to realize that it's got to go. That's it. Yeah, that's it. Exactly realize because sometimes you're just numb and you won't look back. But if you say that literally happened to me. That's right. I now I've got to forgive what happened to me. The people around, the people that weren't there from that Poor, that kid was abandoned. Yeah. That, yes, and there's this, and, uh, that's right, because the other pendulum end is called stuffing. Yes. Where, yeah, you where that doesn't matter because no. you're so strong and that no, didn't no. hurt no, you. No, it did no. matter, but and God's did bigger hurt. than all of that. Absolutely. You go God and heals it, those, the most painful of places. And, and, yeah. and now time's up, but. It's up, it's over. I'm so, I, see how I agreed with you, Dan? Yeah, totally that was good. That was good. And you disagreed. <laughs>
Listener, we love you. Thanks for writing us. We'll see you next time. Jim.